Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products, using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. What's going on, folks? Welcome to Got Your Back post game live stream edition. We are live on location tonight at Long Shots out in Sherwood Park. Got Your Back brought to you, as always, by our good friends at Sherwood Buick GMC. Did you make it to their Friday the 13th event? It was a great time, and the dealership was on fire. You know, they sold over 50 cars. There's a reason why they're the number one GMC dealership in the country, five years and running. And why they're part of this podcast. They know what they are doing. Go see Phil and the great crew at Sherwood Buick GMC. If you tell them Got Your Back sent you, you'll get specialized pricing. And you'll also get three free detailing packages as well. So go see Phil and the crew or go to gmcpod.com. As I mentioned earlier, we are live on location here at Long Shots in Sherwood Park. I'm going to move the camera a little bit because what you can't see in that shot Oh, there's, there's my wife, Randine. The golf simulators. So not only do we have a fantastic sports bar atmosphere here, three high-end golf simulators right across the back. We've told you all about long shots before. Great facility here. This is my crappy camera work as I'm kind of showing you the joint. But it's a fantastic combination of sports bar and golf facility. And we had a ton of fun here tonight. We packed the place to watch the Oilers. Yeah, kind of messed their pants. As we joined by Jason Strudwick. Struddy, the place was happy. People were happy and jovial despite yeah. the game over on the big screen there. Yeah, it was uh it was great. A lot of energy tonight. Food was great. Uh we didn't partake in any drinks, but those looked pretty good as well. But you know, it's funny, it's one of those games for those where they're 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 in it, but they just had a couple of little breakdowns, right? And Philly's a hardworking team, so not everyone's leaving happy, but the golfers are happy. For sure. Food was good tonight, too. I went really with good. the uh, yeah. I went with the veggie power bowl. You should yeah. know. Healthy guy. Well, I, you had, I had a good 40 minutes on the elliptical today, and I yeah. didn't want to ruin it. So what was your appetizer? With the power. What was your well, appetizer? The appetizer doesn't matter. It it's, doesn't it's matter. It's the choice you make for your nope. entree that nope. is most important. You had pierogies and that. So tell everyone when your complete <laughs> meal, you felt guilty. That's the old Diet Coke washing down a Big Mac you just did. Pierogies and sour cream with the bacon, and it was really good. Yeah. But then oh, I went with the veggie power bowl yeah. as my main entree. Doesn't I think I, a couple iced teas, too. I still think I came out a winner oh, compared yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. You had the giant, gigantic I, burger, yeah. which looked no, great. It was a chicken burger. I'm not trying to act like I'm, I'm not trying to tell everyone, though, I'm a healthy guy. I, had, I, had, I came here to a bar. I'm having bar food. It's great. I made a healthy way. choice at the sports bar. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm not healthy. committed. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Oiler fans just want to talk about this loss. Lots of action on the stream. We are coming to you live from Long Shots here in Sherwood Park. We're live on YouTube and we are live on Twitter as well. And we are going to get to the stream plenty tonight, especially in our Ask Us Anything segment that'll come up towards the tail end of the podcast. People have a chance to dig in, just perusing some of the comments now. Zuby's been keeping track behind the scenes. Uh, Zuby, how would you characterize the mood on the stream tonight? Um, yeah, not not so good. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a there's a fair bit of finger pointing and uh, any pointing at number two at all by chance? Would there be? Uh, has there been any a, a little pointing it, it at goes, a It goes from number two all the way up to the general manager. The finger pointing so far. The GM's getting it. Okay. No one. Anything on the owner yet? No no one is spared. I haven't seen that yet, but I'm a little bit behind. Well, when you're off to one, when you're off to a one and three start to the season, I suppose that kind of uh, you know it's well earned. So let's get to breaking this pig down. Uh, Brought to you by our good friends at Adrenaline Diesel. They specialize in heavy duty truck and trailer repair, performance tuning, parts, and sales. They have seven massive bays and there's not much that they can't figure out for you marty and the great crew over there uh is always going to take great care of you that is uh adrenaline diesel.ca 
Uh, just getting uh, an amber alert over the emergency system here. Uh, so I think it didn't mess with our systems at all. 40-year-old female. Um, so police are asking for help in identifying that. So you get a chance, check your phones, but an amber alert just going out uh, here to all the cell phones in the area. Okay, Struds, uh, I guess there's probably no place other, you know, to start other than, than Evan Bouchard tonight. This was one of those nights where, you know, a lot of things went wrong for him, and they it felt like they all turned into goals. It's So Evan Bouchard's very good when he has the puck on his stick, um, and he makes good plays, and he makes others more offensive around him. At times, I've said it once, and I'll say it again, I don't get the sense that he understands when he's in trouble. And, uh-huh. you know, you look at the second goal against – uh, tonight, he gets the puck kind of inside his blue line, mishandles it, overhands whatever you do, boom. Next thing you know, it's a, it's a two-on-one, really a breakaway, uh, a backdoor tap-in. And it's just, he doesn't have that sense of that that danger yet. It's recognizing you know? danger, right? Like uh, we, we, yeah. we talked about this about Evan and, Bouchard for a long time. From right. the time he came in and yeah. was first getting started, that instinct clearly wasn't there. And what, what yeah. we wondered <laughs> earlier in his career was if he would be able to develop it over time. And we still have a player that when he's off, he just he doesn't have that sixth sense. He doesn't recognize danger before it happens. And it's easy for us watching on TV. It's easy when we're in the press box watching. You see it happening, but the real good players, Struds, they can sense it on the ice. They do. But so in that specific situation, he has to realize he's the last guy back. Which one are you talking about right now? The, the second, the first nothing goal. The two nothing goal. Yeah. Where he this, whiffs on it on the boards. Well, he, he just mishandled it. He didn't even make a pass. He just yeah. mishandled it. So he's got a sense that there's pressure coming at him. His partner's on the far side of the rink. Uh, and he's kind of on an island there. So yeah. it's got to be a hard play. And, you know, sometimes for these young, skilled players, it takes a while to understand that not everything has to be a home run. Sometimes you can just, you know, just a little single, just get it out of your zone and start again. And yeah. he, he just doesn't quite have that feeling yet uh, of it. And it's hard because, you know, it's it's a goal you don't need to give up. There's no need. You have the puck on your stick. You're a skilled player. It shouldn't be a given up goal there. One of the things I didn't like about that, to me, there's multiple mistakes, right? You, like, you whiff on a puck now and then you misplay a puck that happens but as a defenseman and you tell me is it not a cardinal fundamental mistake to end up on the wrong side of the puck defending so he whiffs on the puck but then if you look at it struts yeah. if the net's back there he attacks this way around the guy mm. rather than keeping himself between the you know the, the guy with the puck in the net he got on the wrong side of the puck and to me that's a, just a simple, fundamental defensive play. It is, but he he's a right shot. And he was kind of along the wall, and the other guy the inside position. So the guy got an uh, initial the uh, inside position right away. So it's hard to catch up after that. He's not, you know, Karen uh, McCarr to come back and get that. But it just starts, as soon as you see it, you just you get that puck inside your blue line. You look around and say, I'm the last guy. I'm going to make a strong play up the wall and get it out of trouble. Like kind of punt the puck down the, and not ice it, but just kind of kick it up the line. And we'll get We'll get it sorted out. Okay, let's move on to core mistake number two. Uh, and this was the 3-1 goal, the shorthanded goal yeah. against. Um, it looked to me like he was playing it like it was an odd man rush. But he had a little bit of help. And I think he had enough help that he could have cheated over way more to the puck yeah. carrier. I think he was just way too passive on the <laughs> puck carrier, even though he had help on the trailer. I, I I don't get why he didn't get more aggressive there. So huge moment in the game. The Oilers just tied it, or sorry, they didn't tie it up. They got to make it 2-1 after Philly had gone up 2-0. So make it 2-1. Now you get a power play. And you're like, okay, if they get this, you know, the power play can be pretty dangerous. They can tie it up. Now we're all set. Instead, there's a, a you know, Connor McDavid, you know, has a bit of a, I don't know if a turnover is a fair, but in the offensive zone, then quickly they, they attack back at him. Uh, the D-man jumps up. And a Walker gets it, and he's coming down. And you're right, there was inside protection. Nuge worked hard to get back. The key thing for a defenseman is to read which, the, which way is the shooter who's coming down the ice. So uh, Bouchard was on his normal right side. Walker was coming down the left side, if, as, 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 if he's offensive, yep. and he's a right shot. So his stick is now inside his body, and that's a much different angle to shoot from than if he was a lefty coming down. So Bouchard needs to see that. And what he needs to do is he needs to slowly slide over and just push him outside the dots as much as he can because shooting front with, you know, as a righty come down the left is much different than the opposite. So he doesn't do that. In fact, he almost slides away from Walker, giving a chance to walk in and absolutely rip one. I think it was far side shelf. And again, he, he just has to get the sense. I didn't notice that he checked his shoulder to see that Nuge was there. So I don't think he really knew. 
Yeah. Also, Nuge has to communicate but to him. How, but how do you not? I mean, you're you're skating backwards. You can see your guy right. there if he's there in support. Or I not. played with guys. He that, wasn't turned around. But I played with guys that had no idea what a rush was. They 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 wouldn't feel because you're so focused on the guy you're going against. You're not looking past that that first player and then seeing who else is coming back. What's your guys? You have to be able to tell in an instant. Let's say by the time you get. Between the red line and blue, what's the rush? Is it two on two? Is the late guy coming? Is it a one on two? Is it a one on three? Like all those things, you can just look at. It. You got to figure that all out really quickly. And he either didn't or didn't react to it um, because there was support in there for him in the inside. But again, the, the the biggest error he made was not pushing the shooter out as a right hander coming down the left side. Okay, so then we'll move ahead to third critical mistake. See you guys, <laughs> all sorts yeah. of family and friends and sponsors and. Fantastic crowd here at Long Shots tonight. Everybody's peeling out after the game, waving goodbye. Uh, the 4-1 goal from Atkinson um, kind of got pinched up there. And, I mean, I don't know. How, how do you play that? In an ideal situation, how are you playing that one? So the puck was coming up the left, uh, left side of the Philly zone, and, and Bouchard was trying to stand up. Um, so it, it kind of doesn't play out. It kind of kicks to the middle. So he backs out. But, again, not kind of backing out with enough speed and going back quickly enough. Um the uh, Atkinson kind of slides in behind him, comes from kind of middle of the ice, slides in behind Bouchard, who's not, you know, not moving back quick enough. Nice breakaway pass to send him in on his own. Ekholm kind of needs to talk to Bouchard that he's that he's there, but also he could slide under a bit and give him a little bit of underneath the protection. But Bouchard just didn't react quick enough about what's going on. Again, just another situation where Man. not not getting that sense of urgency that it, that is required. Um, defensively, and just feeling that, okay, something's not right. What's wrong? What's wrong here? Yeah. And unfortunately, that comes from experience, but, you know, we're into year three here. Um, three three full years for him, or I, I guess, what are we, two uh, lockouts? No, he'd be, he'd be more than that, I think. Yeah, is it his fourth year? I'll, yeah, I'll be fourth. Up here. So anyway, so he's, he's deeper than just a rookie, right? But yeah, he's sure. got to have that sense of danger there, and he, and he didn't. So uh, Echo's got to talk to him, but still, he's got to know that's coming. For sure. Uh, quick pause here. Zuby, real quick, because we're on location here for the first time, and we're trying some different things. They've yes. actually started playing the audio of the podcast on the loudspeakers in here. Yeah. Is the audio okay? So for yep. people on the stream, is the audio okay? We can have them turn it down. It's sounding okay? I'm not – I mean, it's just very faintly that I okay. can sort of hear it, but it's not, it's not acting like a problematic Perfect. that I right. can tell. People on the stream okay. can, can pipe up if they're – but it's good in my ears. All right, good stuff. Uh, sorry about that, folks. You know us here on Got Your Back. We add it on the fly. We, we make this stuff up as we go. <laughs> Literally no planning goes into this whatsoever. So three core mistakes on, on critical goals. We're, we're focusing a lot here on Evan Bouchard, but right. it's because the mistakes were so poignant and so uh, an Oiler fan has to be pretty frustrated tonight. There was more that went on tonight, though, other than Evan Bouchard. How do you think this team played in this game tonight i like their start i thought they were out chancing philly in the first period they came out with a lot of good energy um but let's talk about what philly is philly is a very they're they're just typical tortorella they work hard every shift i mean uh -huh. what was their number one line obviously maybe the line that scored the two goals but yeah. it's not like those are overwhelmingly really skilled players like yeah. this isn't a really i'd call that more a second line on most teams right um but they play very hard they work hard on the walls kind of a low lower event game uh, for 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 both teams, that's the way they want to play, and they they were quite physical. I thought, not necessarily running guys off, but they wanted to keep this game on the wall and kind of in front of the net and slow things down quite a bit, and make it yeah. a little bit heavier game. I thought the owners kind of managed that well. I thought you know they had some good moments in the first period, um, but then you kind of get into the second period and you know the couple of breakdowns I mentioned in the end of the second, that shorthanded goal that was pretty much the night off or, or the night was over at that point. Yeah. Um, we're going to dig a little bit more into the bigger picture in our next segment. Like, I think Oilers fans are probably pretty rattled with mm -hmm. the idea that, you know, look, they got one win here, and this was not the way that this was supposed to go. So in our <laughs> no. takeaway segment, we'll we'll take a step back and we'll look at the bigger picture on what's going on with this team. So that's coming up in our next segment. And then, of course, you can have your say on the stream as well. The decision was made to go back with Jack Campbell. We both agreed with that decision. We thought after the last game, absolutely, you have to reward excellence. So he gets the net again tonight, Struds. I thought he looked pretty sharp early on, but, I mean, big picture here. What, do you, what did you think of his game? Well, let's look at the goals against. The first one was a two-on-one. I do think there should have been a penalty called when Kulak was interfered with. Yep. Uh, the second one is... Uh, yeah, that was a missed pick, hey? It, oh, for sure, it's a pick. I would have been upset, too. Kulak yeah. reacted right away. But, the, like, so that's, let's call that a two-on-one at the pick. Should have been a penalty. The second goal, the Bouchard play, backdoor, two-on-one again. Um... 
the last goal was a breakaway. What's I'm missing the third one? The third one we just talked about it. Uh, the shorthanded goal. The yeah, shorthanded goal. So yeah. that's a that's a two and one or a misplay. So you know that's four goals that you know either you know odd man rushes or shouldn't have happened. So um, you know I get, could he have, he made some nice saves. I guess he could have saved one of those, but I wouldn't put it on his lap saying he's the reason he lost this game. Yeah, and, and let us know what you thought of the goals against. And uh, Campbell's performance on the stream. Definitely interested to hear what uh, what Oiler fan out there has to say. And we'll get to some of that in our Ask Us Anything segment. Um, you want to talk about the third line. And you want to talk positively about them. Because, you know, they, they played pretty good. So we'll get to that in maybe just a minute. It feels too early to get to the positives in a, in a loss like this. Oh, for sure. I mean, let's zero in on the big guys, right? One goal here, another night, just 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 a single even strength goal. They've had the one outburst as a team, but really other than that, you know, production-wise, like, where are you at on 97 and 29 in general here right now through four games? I think expectations are really high for these guys, two, three points a night. Of course. I think that's – but quite frankly, that's the standard that's been set. Right, we're not setting that. The, we, the collective we that watch, they've set that by the way they've played. Um, but it's more than I think. It's also you know tilting the ice and and uh, getting momentum off their shifts. And and I don't think we see that as much as maybe we'd like to yeah. as we go on. Um, you know, this goal they scored tonight, I like that goal. That was kind of a playoff goal where you hold on to the puck and you're grinding it out and strong on the puck. Well, and it was an important moment in the game. And and I, I leaned over to you at the time and I said, this is where they need their third line to step in and chip in, yeah. right? The offense yeah. is kind of sputtering a bit here. Yeah. And instead, it was the big line that hopped on the ice. McDavid was buzzing around. Yeah. Nurse made a nice play, D to D at the blue line. They were buzzing and they went out and generated a timely goal for their team. So you got to credit them. But I there's more of an expectation for that kind of buzzing more often than I think what we've seen from them. They haven't been dominating for the stretches that maybe we expect. Well, I think it's important to note that it was Kane, Dreisaitl, and McDavid. And then halfway through the third, it switched to uh, McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Hyman. Or early, maybe that was early in the third. Anyway, at some point it changed. And But I, Hyman was on the ice for that goal, right? With those two at that point. He was. That's a yeah. good point. But so I think there were some shifts yeah, earlier, there, there, I think. But I think when you look at it, if, if everything was perfect, or if they felt it was going well, there wouldn't be those changes, right? I don't think that we'd see those, those adjustments. So I think that the coaching staff isn't comfortable with what's going on yet with those with that line. Uh, so I think there's going to have to be, you know, just more out of those guys. Just more, you know, how often do we leave uh, the ice? Do they leave the ice tonight thinking, man, they really set the table for yeah. the next line, right? And I think, I think that Holloway's line did that as much as any line tonight. Yeah. How much was there a collective? Oh, shit. When 91 and 97 yeah. came together there, and you look at Connor yeah. shaking the ankle or the knee, and yeah. Kane looking at the wrist, and then they end up giving up the goal. Like that was an yeah. oh crap sequence for the team. Scary, scary. I mean, you lose anyone like McDavid or even close to that, it's your team is in a tough spot, right? Yeah. Especially when they're not kind of firing in all cylinders right now. I, I, you know, let's let's just go through the lineup. I don't think that 97 is feeling himself. 29, 91, 14, number two. Um, I mean, that's five very important players. Yeah. I, I, what is that? Forty million, thirty million? I just ripped off there. Maybe yeah. more than that. Guys that aren't quite feeling it. The way and that I, you want them. Yeah, to. I don't want to say that it's just because they make more money they have to, you know, be great. But that's kind of they take up that cap space, right? So you have to talk about it. If it's your, you know, if it's Darnay and uh, Ernie and Ryan, you're like, okay, that's two and a half million dollars. Yeah. It's fine. Like we're not dying on the vine here. So I think there's still quite a few guys that aren't kind of feeling it just yet and aren't at the level that they need to be. And quite honestly, just the pace of play just isn't quite there yet. Okay. Uh, dig in here on the Holloway line and what you're seeing. Holloway, McLeod, Connor Brown has been on that line the last couple of games. And there's not a lot of bright spots and great stuff to focus on, but hard to think of players that have been more consistent than, than this line for a few games here. Well, I, I, I think Connor Brown is a little bit on an island compared to, I think McLeod and, and Holloway have been yep. pretty strong. Yeah, that's and, fair. And, and I think it'd be unfair to lump Connor in with that group. I think he, he looked good tonight. He was working hard. He was in on the puck. This this line, my, my vision for this line is to get to the neutral zone quick, user speed in the forecheck, and then ground and pound, right? Like that, that, that doesn't mean you just keep it below the goal line. That means you cycle, you work it up high. Uh, you, you, you get above the puck and punch it back in. Just keep on working that, that line down, that, that group down. And then eventually turn that into some offensive chances. I think there's a real opportunity for that to happen. Um, Holloway, you know, there's a moment where he stepped up and just ran a guy over at the blue line. Yep. Like there's, there's, 
there, there seems to be energy coming out of that line. And, you know, unfortunately, when you're one win in four, you're not exactly, you know, singing the whole team's praises. But I think that's a line that you can start to see that they're, they're getting something going. And I believe it was the same even when Fogel was on the line uh, until he was uh, tossed up. Going uh, to get to the Weesh Johnson YouTube mentions here. We'll remind you they're Edmonton's first choice for all your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. They're certified techs available 24-7 year-round to ensure you can get help whenever you need it. Their team is committed to total satisfaction. No matter what time of day it is, their technicians are certified and have undergone, undergone background checks as well. Give them a call, 780 463 Three zero nine six. We need the jingles. Johnson, Johnson, came in a little hot. I think it's, it's eh? loud. But Is it's... that a little hot tonight again, Zuby? Maybe, maybe I got you guys. Maybe I got you guys a little low. I felt like it needed <laughs> it needed a little oomph tonight. I thought. Well, we'll hear. We're delayed by like thirty seconds in the building here. So if all of a sudden you just hear the Weiss Johnson <laughs> blast, we'll know that's on you, Zuby. By the way, um, somebody sent in a note on the last stream, Zuby, that I was being too hard on you. Oh, and I actually oh. got an email saying that I was being too hard on you. So <laughs> this has happened before. This happened back in season one. The quiz master, who we often use as a consultant on the podcast, <laughs> he gave me shit because he's like, you're kind of being mean to Zuby sometimes. Whoa, there's the jingle. There it, we hear it. That was aggressive, Zuby. That was aggressive <laughs> on the audio. We needed it for the energy, but I think. The guy over there scared of me, dropped his drink. <laughs> Why doesn't your mom just tell you that you're being too loud instead of emailing? Yeah, yeah, that's you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, like, Donna is here. I know, actually. I see her. Donna She's giving me a dirty she look. She looked at me sideways when I yeah, said the knows. S word. She knows. Anyways, yeah. sorry, we need to get back on track here. Zuby, sorry if I've been mean. I'll, I'll try and clean it up. You're appreciated. You're loved. It's your birthday week. Nothing but appreciation here. So anybody it. that's been offended by our treatment of Zuby so far, don't worry. He's he's the most well-compensated member of the podcast. And I'm a, go- <laughs> I'm a goalie. I got, I got thick skin, right? You do. Uh, oh, I had a comment I was going to get to in the Weiss Johnson uh, Twitter or YouTube mentions here. Oh, Neil Garrity disagreed with you, Stretty. What? McLeod has been unnoticeable. Is he allergic to the crease? So this is an issue for me with Ryan McLeod and always has been. Right. Like He can make it look good. Fair point. Ryan McLeod can make it look good, right? Because he skates well. He's got those fast hands. Heads yeah. up player. And you're like, wow, look at this guy zipping and zap. Bah, bah, bah. How much is he actually inside the hash marks, right? That's the criticism yeah. of him for me. Finishing checks and getting inside the dots. That'd be fair. Uh, Neil, I don't appreciate that kind of language, but I, I do agree with you. I, I think, but what I'm looking at is like, is he getting, he reloads above the puck really well. When I, what I mean by that is that when other teams almost out of their zone, he seems to appear out of nowhere and he's back and he's able to knock it back down, back it back down the wall and so they can get back in it. And I, and I like that. I, I, I really value that because instead of having to skate all the way back to your own end, you're now doing the offensive zone. Can he drive the net harder? And I'll give you an example. Derek Ryan uh, took the puck, and he drove. Um, I got off the left wing, came across as a righty, drove the net really hard, and I believe it was, I think it was York that took the penalty on him because yep. he drove the net so hard. But, you know, and Ryan is fast, but he's not as fast as McLeod. Those are the type of net drives that I'd like to see McLeod. I've been pretty consistent on that for years. But if he can add that to his game, even coming out of the corner, walk out of the corner, take the puck through the crease, and really just – Drive in the head art. It backs these off because yep. you're like, oh, man, this okay. guy's fast. All right. That was the breakdown brought to you by Adrenaline Diesel. Zuby, I'm loving you in the stream right now. So everything you see yellow here, Struds, is yeah. Zuby oh, talking about the goaltending. So people are oh, Zuby geez. being the professional goaltender yeah. that he is. <laughs> I'm saying this with love, Zuby. So he's in here. It was a very good shot. Campbell was obviously expecting a pass. I'm sure he would like that one back. Frozen for just a split second thinking pass. Then Zuby adds, that's all it takes if you deliver a shot like that. Zuby, the stream appreciates your goaltending expertise, man. I got thir- however many years. I got 35 years of experience. <laughs> yeah. might, not be the way, at the, might not be at the highest level, but I've seen it all. We never followed up with you about how it went to your, uh, your birthday night game. We forgot to ask. So just, just quickly, like how, how did it go on your birthday, buds? How it went on my birthday was I was playing really well. We were winning 3-2. And with their net, with their goalie pulled with a He's minute left, one of, else. One, of my, one of my better players decided to cut right in yeah. front of me, and it got knocked off his stick. I Typical saved the, goalie. Saved yeah, the first one. Else. Saved yeah. the first one, and they buried right. the second one. And we, but we ended up yeah. with a tie. We didn't lose in overtime. I did so my got, job. They yeah. let me down is what Actually, I just heard. I was, someone tweeted the replay to me, and I saw it was a huge rebound. That was the problem. <laughs> 
The rebound didn't even get out of the blue. That's how in tight yeah, we were. I heard, I heard it was huge. Five-foot rebound. Yeah. Uh, listen, we're live on location tonight at Long Shots. They're a really valued sponsor of ours. Rob, uh, Bailey, and the crew put on a great night here tonight. Kind of a bit of a family affair here. Uh, Zuby, can you cut to the shot of the actual restaurants? I'm going to cut to that there. Yeah, I'll one take a little tour here. So over here, we've got uh, we got the Rashad, members of the Rashog family over there. That's Donna, uh, Terry, uh, Perry. Uncle Ron is on the left there. So, yeah, so Rashad. Good. Oh, the girls are not going to like this. Sister-in-law, Jamie, and wife, oh, Randine, nice. they're also here tonight. And then uh, golf sims are full back there. And actually, it's a family affair. You can't really see them, but behind the bar back there, it's my son, Kai, bartending here at long shots so uh, it was a great turnout tonight we had a ton of fun uh the crowd was really into it uh, lots of sponsors as well hey high five bud good to see you oh, well, that was awkward was that a high five or a knuckle <laughs> we that, did that was really, that was like it started like that and then that, it went like that, that. Was, we just did that me and another no, guy yeah don't say we you did you did that i didn't do that, that the awkward, awkward the awkward like oh, handshake so like that that is jeez. Uh, been lots of fun here at long shots coming up in our next segment struds and i are going to go a little bit bigger picture We'll talk about where this team is at through four games here. What you need to be worried about. Maybe reasons why you don't need to worry so much. Although I don't know that that's going to help much the way Order Fan is feeling tonight. Very short break, and we're back with takeaways right after this. Hey everyone, it's Kelly here from United Sport and Cycle. The wait is over. United's annual Hockey Day sale is finally here. Save 20% off on select CCM and Bauer skates. Save 35% off on all Bauer and CCM Pro Stock sticks. And save up to 25% off on select Bauer and CCM equipment. And for you goalies, save up to 20% off select Bauer, Warrior, and CCM goal gear. Trust the experts at your home of hockey for over 95 years. United Sport and Cycle. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. All right, welcome back to the podcast, live on location here at Long Shots in Sherwood Park. Great golf destination, but as you can see, also a great sports bar destination as well. That's Kai, by the way, on the left. That's young Rashog bartending here at Long Shots. There's Rob, the owner, walking through the shot. Big thanks to Long Shots. Uh, by the way, sorry, they got this uh, NHL menu that they just started. Uh, a couple of interesting little items here. You got the Nugget Hopkins. I like that. So if you want some Nugget Hopkins, they've got that on the go. They got oh. a Bouchard sandwich. There's a Hyman dog, but I think maybe tonight they should switch those two. Go Bouchard dog and the Hyman sandwich. I think the, the Bouchard sandwich has a minus three in it. <laughs> I think they call it a turd burger. <laughs> what does the Bouchard sandwich come with? Go ahead, uh, you know, drop that on the stream if you want to want to have any suggestions. They, they don't have three. They, they don't have the Strudwich. Oh, jeez! Well, I had one. I had a huge sandwich. That's a good idea. No, that's actually, not a bad idea. Strudwich. Wow! Missed opportunity by Rob and the gang. What would right? be on the uh, Strudwich sandwich? Your ideal sandwich. I'm as a big we take clubhouse. this off the rails right now. I'm a big clubhouse guy. Clubhouse? I love clubhouse sandwich. Yeah, bacon, turkey, cheese, tomatoes. If you're really feeling it, but that's see, mine. my uh, and I guess it's more sub than sandwich. My favorite sandwiches. I go the bread and then the cheese and the meat, and then I throw those in the oven and melt them. Uh, typical, and then yeah. I put the accoutrements on after. Yeah. So I don't know if it still qualifies as a sandwich. It might, might so. be more of a – but that's that's yeah. my go-to right there. I can see. I, 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 I kind of took you for a warm sandwich kind of guy. Uh, I have a big Halloween party happening here as well. Uh, Friday, October 27th at 9 p.m. Did you say I took you for a warm sandwich? Yeah, kind I of did guy? say that. You just let it gloss right over that. Zuby and I both know that kind of guy. Uh, they'll have a live DJ here and drink specials on. Uh, big shaker here at Long Shots in the Park. Friday, October the 27th at 9 p.m. Do you dress up at Halloween Struds or is that not your... Uh... No, I actually just dressed my dog up. We bought a, I put it up on oh, my Instagram today. My poor dog uh, is dressed is as a picture? scarecrow. Zuby, oh, dressed I don't like have a my scarecrow, phone. and my poor dog is not loving it. Zuby, do you have if even if it take as rough as it needs to be, Zuby, if you yeah, can get a picture up of that ridiculous picture of the Strudwick family Ruby. dog? Yeah, give me a minute. Come Ruby. back, come yeah. back to it at the end of the yeah. segment. 
yeah, that'll make okay, people happy. Good, she's it, pissed. Making yeah, she was not happy. That was like <laughs> no, a grumpy looking dog. Oh, All right. Time now for takeaways brought to you by Martin Motorsports. It was great to see Chris and Cole from Martin Motorsports show up here at Long Shots tonight. Uh, I tell you, Chris knows what he's talking about. I watched yeah. a bit of the second period with him. Actually, pretty knowledgeable and some good chirps, some good analysis. Yeah. He sends me some text messages now and then after the game stuff that, I mean, nothing I haven't thought of already, Oh, Chris. of course. Yeah. It's all stuff that I already knew, but good ideas that you had. I'll be honest with Chris. I, I don't even know what he's saying. I can't stop looking at his hair. He's got nice he's got hair. hair. So I, I don't <laughs> even know. Hair. He could have told me the, like the winning the next lottery ticket numbers. I have no, idea. no idea. Just, just like, staring wow, at his hair. Like it gets awkward. Head of hair. It gets awkward. Big actually. tall guy with good hair. That would throw you <laughs> off for sure. Uh, do I still do the sponsor read? We just did a whole bunch of Martin yeah, Motorsports. I think, I think I still should, though. They carry fantastic brands. Clem 509 to be. And, of course, uh, Ski-Doo, the new 2024 lineup of winter gear, is available now. If you use the Got Your Back code at checkout, you get 20 bucks off, off your next order, order at Martin Motorsports online store. That's martinmotorsports.ca. Chris, great hair. I think Cole had pretty good hair, too, though. He was a young buck. Yeah, it doesn't count. A couple of good Sherwood Park guys here uh, joining us. Okay, so if you're an Oilers fan right now and you live and die with this stuff and you are looking for reasons not to be in a complete panic here, four games in, the Oilers have won one game and, generally speaking, not looked great, where would your DEFCON level be? And, by the way, with DEFCON, the lower the number, the more right. serious things are. Right, right. Um, well, so out of five, are we going one being the lowest? Or highest, I should say. Well, yeah, like DEFCON yeah, 1 is when there's the red yeah. lights going. I'm going to say... DEFCON 2 and people start getting nervous. And... I'm at 4. So you're only at a 4, okay. That's right. All now, right. like, let's Not look bad. at this game tonight. And I, it, it does seem a bit unfair to pile on one guy. But Bouchard was minus 3 in a 4, four goal against game, right? And I think that for sure two were preventable. I'd say the last one, you know, you can maybe somewhat look around and say it could have been someone else, but I think the first two goals he was on for against were preventable. So he cleans those two up, and I do mean him. Uh, it's a 2-1 game, and it maybe looks different at the end of the game. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not like it's everything needs to be changed. I think their overall battle will have to go a little higher, but, you know, there's some of the top guys have to find their game and bring it a little harder. I think that would support the rest of the group. Where so you Str at? Struddy says, don't worry about your 29th place Oilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With their 250 winning well, percentage. Well, it's, it's early. Like, they're, yeah, you yeah. know, the, the Vegas has won four in a row. The Oilers have played four games and there's six points behind them. Yeah. So it's not like it's 16 points, right? No, for sure. It's early. It's still, it's, 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 it is still too, early. And, too and, far ahead of ourselves. And Struds, I think there are enough guys that haven't found their game yet that I think when a few of them do and start to find it a little more regularly, I think the results are, are going to be better, right? Like, I mean, let's let's just be honest about it. Like, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl have not hit their game yet. Mm -hmm. They haven't found it yet, right? Shift in, shift out. They're night in. You evaluate their overall night. They're not quite where they would normally yeah. be. So there's some improvement that's happening there. Bouchard has struggled out of the gate. Matthias Ekholm has played, what is it, three games now, you know, basically yeah. because of his injury. So there's going to be improvement there. Um I think there's enough guys that have enough room left in their game to go up that I, I don't think that this is going to be a prolonged issue. But it's not a good look. It's not a great start. It's exactly what they were trying to avoid. Everybody rolled into town this year, right, for the early yeah, captain skates, that whole bit, because they did not want this exact thing to happen that has just happened. Yeah, That was the point of all of it. Well, that is, and I think a lot of people bring that up, you know, saying, well, why, you know, they got here early, they were supposed to be ready, and they're not ready. And I, I understand that. But let's just look at tonight's game. Connor and Leon combined for two shots. Connor, no shots tonight. Not a shot. That's on power play time. What is that for power? That'd be about, um, yeah, two and a half minutes of power play time. You didn't get one shot. Yeah. Leon had two. So, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Sorry to sidetrack you yeah. here, but on the, the shorthanded goal against. Mm -hmm. They were on a power play, and they worked it where McDavid was over on the right side. And remember, he's the left shot on the right side. They worked it. It went like corner, D-man, across, and McDavid was right there and could have ripped that thing. So like I just could have. I don't, I don't think that was a good – he was outside the dots. But he had but he, there, but he had a lane to the net. It was open for him. I don't think he did. I think the D-man was there. Okay. Well, we'll go back and take another yeah. look at I, it. I didn't, I didn't like the shot selection if you were taking that one. So, but here's – 
the overriding point that I'm making yeah. on McDavid is is I think if when he's more of a shooting threat on that power yeah. play, I think that right. power play is more effective. And I don't think he's necessarily established himself as that no. shooting threat. Didn't tonight. Had an opportunity. Like, we watched him in practice work on his one-timer. He scored one one-timer and then basically hasn't tried yeah. it again <laughs> since then. So, minor point there. But but back to what you were talking about with uh, with Dreisaitl and McDavid. Well, just, just two shots for them tonight combined. Like, that's not enough. They had 100 and some well, – how many goals they had last year? Over 100 together, I guess, yeah. right? So, you get two shots tonight against a team like Philly. And they lost to D-men. So Philly went down a D-men, uh, Mark Stahl. Although at this point in his career, Mark Stahl isn't exactly, uh, you know, Cam McCarr. But uh, nonetheless, you know, they're down to 5 Ds. So I think Sanheim and uh, who's the other guy who went up there? York were both up near 30 minutes tonight. Yeah. Uh, you got to take, you know, you got to get after those guys. They're playing every other shift. So yeah. they're, it, just, it just reinforces your point that the big guys aren't where they want to be yet. Okay, so on D... Where's your concern level with the quality of defending that they're getting? And I mean, let's, you know, it starts with Darnell Nurse. He plays the most minutes. We, we've, we've beaten the Bouchard thing around quite a bit tonight, but there's quite a bit of room for improvement on the blue line performance, eh? I think as a group, yeah, there's a, there's another, another level for them to get to. Um, it, you know, just, it's kind of the same things we've seen over the last couple of years. When, when there's a mistake, it's a, just a, golden girl's mistake right like it's a massive <laughs> massive hit and it's just so bad and it's just what does it's this have to do with gold so i just hard. want to dig into that analogy well, she was such a, it was such a hit. girl's mistake well, it was such it's a huge one a huge huge big hit right like the golden girls golden was. girls was a big hit oh, i love golden so the girls. mistake was a big mistake was a huge, big mistake huge one so yeah. golden girls mistake yeah, like just a massive right. one yeah well, well, and i well, yeah we can go. we can work with it we'll i mean it's, it's maybe somewhere besides seaweed man but you know when i look at it when I look at it, the whole situation is it's you, you just got to be a little bit better and just not those big mistakes. Like just make a smaller mistake if you're going to make a mistake. And um, I know the other teams, oh, well, they're trying to. I know they're trying, but you got to be trying to make that a little bit harder. So, yeah, I, I just there's there's a better version of their play in those six. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And then, and then on the goaltending front, like another night where they, you know, they give up a pile of goals. Like Jack Campbell came off a great performance before, and while we don't fault him for a ton here tonight, it does get to the point where you look at the total number of goals against, and you're like, it just needs to be better some way or another. And yes, the team needs to defend yeah. better, but you know, they've had one night where we were like, wow, really yeah. good goaltending performance. One night out of four where you could say, yeah, goalies really did their job, real good job tonight. So. Yes, I, I do agree, but the, the mistakes that the players are making in front are it's just so easy to correct. They shouldn't even be shots against. No. So I'm, 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 I'm way easier on the goalies than I think most people yeah, are. For I, I'm really, I am because I just know when I make a mistake that's so easy, preventable. And I know people say, well, they make mistakes all the time. Some of the mistakes that are made by Demon tonight were very preventable. Yeah. Very, they shouldn't even turn into shots against. And here we are talking about them. Um, so I, I guess I'll bring it up. I believe that we might see another turn of the clock up front with some of the forwards. We might see another change here. Yeah, uh, let's discuss that. So you're you are coaching this team. What lineup are you rolling out next game? What well, are your lines look to like? To be fair, I thought the fourth line actually played pretty well. Yeah. So when drew I drew that think, really nice penalty there, nice yeah. net drive by Derek Ryan. And we're being honest, I have a hard time seeing anyone from that line moving up. I yeah. think they're 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 what they are. So we're talking about the top nine. So I I you know, I think Brown and and, uh, and um, McLeod, I think they're sticking together. Yeah. I wonder if we get a chance where we see Holloway moving up with the big guys. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like everything is on fire right now. You yep. know, so the big guys being Connor and Leon. Do you put those and just put those wheels up there and that big body and just a guy that's all over the ice to give that guy the chance to play with them? Yeah. And then you slide uh, either Fogel back and it becomes Nuge, Kane, and Hyman. And then Fogel, Brown, and McDavid already leave. Or not McDavid, sorry, McLeod. But are you splitting up McDavid and Drysaddle now? I mean, Winnipeg. Well, I, I, I said that I hadn't really considered Can you that. leave that third line together and split up McDavid and Drysaddle? You know, you got because you got you got Brown on one side. Sure. You got Holloway on the other, McLeod in the middle. So you could split those two up. Just pick your wingers. So then you're just going for a total reset then. Yeah. So then you go McLeod, Connor, Leon, and then who do you play with too? Because I mean, maybe they got to leave those two guys together to get them going. 
you know, to get to the level they need to get to, right? Yeah. And that's pretty crazy. Everything. So that's why I'm saying Holloway, Connor, Leon. Do you put those three together? And then you have Nuge with Hyman and Kane. Yep. Fogel, McLeod, Connor Brown. Yep. Or swap Fogel and Kane and yep. Brown like it has been, right? You leave that other line yeah, the same. You yeah, you could. You could. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We'll be interesting to see which levers uh, Jay Woodcroft pulls and which buttons that he pushes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you just re-racking with fourteen and two again, despite tonight? <sighs> What's the change? I mean, I guess the option is: Do you drop Bouchard down a, a notch? Twenty minutes tonight, minus three. Do you drop him down and then move? But who do you move up? Do you put Broberg in there beside Ekholm? Well, that's interesting. You know, Broberg played not too bad his last game. Kulak, Bouchard, Ekholm, Broberg. They've been looking for the opportunity to yeah. do that. They've wanted to do that. I mean, that, that's interesting. Is but, this the time you do that? But the thing is, you're not putting Bouchard up. You're bringing no. him down. Yeah. Just as a hey, buddy. Like maybe maybe the, now is it fair for him to get all the the like that's a negative spot if you move him down after tonight well, feels but, pretty fair. Well, but after four games, he's not the only one who's not on fire. But tonight was a really especially difficult game for yeah. number two. Yeah. So maybe you can downshift him down and then put Brobark up there, and then that means Darren A comes out. Whether he Evan Bouchard's pretty important to the big picture this year. It might it might be early to kick a guy. Uh, you know, and the, well, but you look at Timo Meyer with New Jersey Devils. They're playing the third period. Their uh, game. Yeah. What day is it, David? Thursday. A couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. he didn't Some play in the third period. There. They sat Curtis Lazar as well. Now yeah. he's not exactly Timo Meyer. Yeah. But you know, th there may be something there that you want to look at. I don't know if pull, you're not pulling him out of the lineup. I know we we're talking about people that. Yeah. I, uh, but I think you can downshift them. What would you do if you were Jay Woodcroft? Send us your uh, comments on the stream. We'll get to that in our Ask Us Anything segment. And that was takeaways. Brought to you by the fine hair of Chris over at Martin Motor Sports. All right, very short break. When we come back, little Struddy's world. I always like, like, how do you decide whether you're going hockey related or going off the board? Like, what? people are fascinated Damn. with how wide a range you seem to strike <laughs> yeah. with your Struddy's world. So, you know, it always just seems to come to me about ideas, and I put them in my phone, ideas, right? And I think after a heavy game and a heavier post game, I think we need something that's Lighten a little up bit a lighter, bit? a little bit lighter. But I think this might actually spark some debate amongst cool. other people that are into the same grass clipping and world that I am. Oh, we're going back to the lawn. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Do stay you, with us you, on the stream. Yeah. Ask us anything will be interesting, even if the next segment isn't. Uh, do you, do you want to see Ruby before we go to break? Oh, oh sure. You, Let's you see got, the Ruby. Got Ruby. How can you guys do this? Oh, look at that little angel. That is a miserable <laughs> dog. <laughs> Honestly, she's not happy. We dressed her as a scarecrow. We got this outfit, and she's usually the happiest dog. And you could just say she's so. My oh, I, in my Instagram, I said she. This is the very definition of taking one for the team. That is big time <laughs> taking one for the team. You need to not do things like that to that beautiful dog. She's not happy. How old is she? Two. She's not thrilled. She's not thrilled. But oh, Ruby, taking one for the team. Taking one for the team. Live at Long Shots. Lots more. Got your back. Still to come including Struddy's World, right after a very short break. <laughs> okay, heroes, are you trying to tough it out through a sports or life injury right now? Trying to prove your mettle by grinding through, gritting your teeth? Well, Redefined Health is here to say it's time to come on in. At Redefined Health, they'll high-five you for your toughness and then get to work on helping you fix the problem. Helping athletes and heroes find better balance, performance, and injury prevention, visit redefinedhealth.com. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line track van simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a Z.ca. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here, someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Gotta look good. <laughs> Strutty's World. That laugh in the intro is fantastic. Strutty's World is brought to you by Rini Buclan. 
Yes, you know her and love her on the podcast as the shark of the park. Now, the shark of the park is actually in the house tonight. She came down uh, with her husband to uh, Long Shots here, check out the hockey game. And uh, we were able to ask her in person how she felt about the music. Chris, I'm happy to report that Rini Buclan approves of the sort of Jaws sounding music. Sorry, the Spielberg uh, film sounding music. So I think it's going to become a regular thing here on the podcast. So she's happy. Yeah. And she's actually here. I don't know if you can. uh, Can I get a shot of her? Oh, wait, she's uh, way she's... at the back. Zuby, cut to the uh, – here she comes. There she is. She's going here she to... comes. She's walking here. Can you see it's her? Real. There comes Rini Buclan. The shark. shark of the park is in the house. The shark. Very happy. We're good with the music? We're good with the music? Okay, Re- there, there you go. Happy. You heard it right there from it her. Rini Buclan from is the good with mouth. the music. Right from, from the shark's <laughs> mouth. Well done. Uh, that's good. Uh, so, anyways, Rini Buclan tells you that buying a house is a big deal, right? We know that. You, know, you need someone that you can trust. And, of course, you can trust Rini. And who knows the market well and is working 24-7 to sell your home or help you find a new one. Call Rini, 780-994-0280. Rini Buplan, Shark of the Party. Is music playing? I can't hear. Oh, yeah, we've got it. Oh, there it is, yeah. All right, Stretty, let's talk grass clippings or fertilizer or whatever it is you got on your mind tonight, bud. It's that time of the year where we all need to... Buckle down and clean up the leaves. So I go out there uh, recently, and I, I clean it up. I put my leaves into the green bucket, as we have in Edmonton. But then there are some left over. So I don't like to bag it up and put it on the side. So what I do, because I think it's good for my lawn, is that I spread the leaves out evenly, and then I drive over it. And I mulch it. Mulching, because I've got a mulching more. I love mulching. I believe it just spreads out the nutrients across my lawn so they can settle there all winter replenish what's going on inside my uh, my lawn's core. And then when the spring comes, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll still look good. My neighbor comes over and he's like, why aren't you bagging it? I'm like, I don't bag it, buddy. What I do is I bag some, and then a lot of it I just put back and mulch it right back on the ground. So we got a pretty big debate. Now, ultimately, you just look at my lawn and we know mine's a lot better than his. So, I mean, obviously I'm doing it the right way. Right. But I wonder how other people out there operate because I am, I do, let's say I take off a third to a half to a third, and then I get into the mulching plan and I put it back on there, and it looks great. There's a little bit of maybe shrapnel left over. Sometimes I'll do two passes just to make sure it's done right. But guys, I'm telling you, cutting the lawn with the leaves on it, putting it back in the, into the leaf is the way to go long term and short term. But it looks sloppy. Like you don't get that nice final cut of the year. Where the grass is clean, it's like someone's gone out and vacuumed it. It's short and it's clean and looks sharp, and it lasts for weeks before it snows. It just looks fantastic. You don't. No, but that's why you double cut it. So I cut it one way, then I crisscut the other. I cut it the other way, and then that takes it all down. My lawn when I left was perfect. There wasn't a leaf on it. It just all settles down because it's just tiny little bits. Where did you learn your? your lawn technique and your uh, skills. Was this like a struggle? My parents, yeah, my parents, my grandpa, but then some of it's trial and error. I'm not going to lie. It does sound lazy if you just cut it. You cut it, it does. with a, it does well, what it sounds like. The first thing I thought. Like but, my kid is always like, can we just mulch? Yeah, so I mulch, but you, you can't leave it all in it because it's too much for the lawnmower can't handle it. So you got a really big industrial right. forest gump type one. Right. So I, I got to take about a half, like I said, a third and a half, and then it's done. Uh, and it looks, I tell you, it looks great. And I really think it helps to just get the nutrients back in the lawn. Zoop, what do you do, buddy? You're a mulcher from way back. I, I, I actually do both, but I do, if I'm on top of it and I'm, and I'm mowing often, I like to mulch. Cause I agree. I think it, I think it puts, Boom. I think it puts some of the, yeah, exactly. The nutrients go back in. I feel like it helps thicken the whole lawn. I don't, I'll, I don't do it. I should think about doing it in the fall. I don't, we get a fair bit of leaves it's easier i'd rather do two row i'd rather do the the lawn twice than have to be bagging uh, you know raking yeah. and bagging leaves I so you. i think this i'm on seg- it this segment <laughs> it's strutty's world hey everyone mulch you could have just, just done that but tonight when people go to bed and they're instead of being upset about Evan Bouchard's minus three. They're going to be thinking about, thinking maybe, about their lawn. Maybe I should because it's supposed to know. snow. So just so you know, it's supposed to snow. I think next week. So that's why I have to get it off now. I got a bit more to do All tomorrow. Right. Uh, maybe I'll send a picture so everyone can look at it. <laughs> Rini, you're getting your money back for this segment tonight. <laughs> fully, yeah, I fully getting your money back. 
full refund. That was Strutty's World, brought to you by Reedy Buclan, Shark of the Park. Final segment of the night. Ask us anything. You've been waiting patiently on the stream. Some frustrated messages. Some are preaching calm. We're a little bit all over the map. Zuby, let's get to the stream. That's brought to you by... Actually, you know what? I mi- I totally just mixed up those two sponsors. Oh, boy. Can Someone's you I did that? Game. I gave Rini your segment. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed. I noticed. And Pathfind is supposed to be your segment. So I totally just screwed that up. It was because I had to grab the camera and show right. Rini. So I guess Ask Us Anything is going to be brought to you by Pathfind tonight. And I, I messed to, that I, one up. I got to change another graphic here in mid Drop. <laughs> drop. <laughs> I changed them. Everybody. I don't know what the live. heck you were doing. I changed them for Ball here. Drop. I can, yeah. I'm I new to broadcasting, and I'm, I'm new to yeah. live broadcasting, Nervous. so bear with us. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee, this guy right here. Thank you. Pathfind Thank is here to help you find your next star player, like this guy right here, <laughs> to help you take your business to the next level. They can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They've got your whole team covered. Find your organization's path forward at pathfind.ca. Uh, apologies, Pathfind and Rini and well, actually, apologies to Rini because I gave her your segment right. tonight, and that should have been Pathfinder's <laughs> mess. Yeah. Uh, Zuby, what's going on on the stream tonight, buddy? Um, uh, Neil Garrity says mulching right now is correct. Rogue Oakley says I mulch all summer long. Um, all so- summer? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, I do it all the time. I never. How bag. do you feel about all summer? Uh, I do. That's, I do it all the time. I, I mulch all the time. Really? I don't bag anything. Okay. <laughs> wow, I thought you just meant at the end of the no, year. Whole, all year. All That's year. craziness. Yeah. Okay, Zuby, keep going. Okay, uh, Tony Tilapia, you know, you guys are saying what should Woodcroft do? He says split 27 and 97 and bring Holloway up to either line, bring Fogel down to the third. Kane's been brutal. He's got to get it going here. Oh, okay. Came out physical today. He did have, I think he had, he had a lot of shots today. A lot of shots, a lot of hits. Um, I just still working away from the puck, right? Getting, like I talked about, McLeod reloading. Kane's got to go in that same program. Very good. Uh, Mr. Uh, we have to call him Mr. Now, Mr. Rob Kent says need McDry to be the hardest working players. How else can you ask the rest of the, the rest of the team to work harder when they, in his opinion, are being lazy? Certainly, they, it wasn't a lead by example game from the top guys. So I wouldn't use the word lazy, uh, but I totally understand the sentiment. Right? You want these guys to be setting the tone in a bunch of different ways, not just about getting points, not just about finding the big goal when they need it, but it's about shift to shift to shift, setting the example and not cutting any sorts of corners whatsoever. And I think they would probably be the first to admit that they need to be a little bit better on that front. I disagree. I think that they do have to be better, but you have to take pride in being able to something that can also drive drive the energy from a group. Like these two guys, they've been driving. They drive it the last couple of years, everything they've done. So if you are a guy who's further down the lineup, you can sometimes bring that energy and push it for the other So group. you disagree with the idea that others, yeah, they're not setting the proper tone, That's right. but it's incumbent on others to do it themselves regardless of yeah. what they're doing. I agree. I think right. that Drysdale has another gear to hit, but it doesn't mean that other guys shouldn't be pushing themselves because Leon isn't setting the tone. Like, I, I don't agree with that. You need to come, especially when the team is where they're at right now. Like, everyone should be pushing and bringing their energy as much as possible. Zuby. Hontorio Moms says Oilers are losing the neutral zone battles every game. It's leading to too many two-on-ones. And certainly, just if I can piggyback that, it's overall taking care of the puck. Like it, it when it yeah. seems like that needs to be a focus, and it doesn't. If it is a focus, it doesn't seem like it's getting through. Puck management. I don't Huge. know if that's sharpness. I don't know if that's yeah. if it's bobbles, if it's decision making. We have seen a lot of mistakes this year so far that are related to that when you generally speaking when you're in your offensive zone from the top of the circles to let's say five feet outside their blue line that's a very dangerous area if there's a turnover in that area generally speaking results in an on-man rush back that's just how it is because you have guys going forward your group and the other guys are punching out so you got to manage the puck so strongly down in that area uh so yeah shogger i think there's definitely something to that a couple more zuby uh, a couple couple of comments here on the Bouchard front. You guys kind of touched on this, but um, Rogue Oakley said, "I'd like I would sit Bouch next game. Let him watch how real NHLers oh. play the game." He's he's very upset. Come on. But this the step down from that is Neil Garrity says, "Would you take Bouch off the power play for a couple of games?" No, uh, no, 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 no. You're not benching him, and you're not pulling him off the power play. Absolutely 
not. You need this player. It's way too early to be hammering home a message like that. He needs to improve. He certainly does. But that is far too heavy-handed, in my opinion, for this stage of the season. 100%. The power play is where he gets his confidence. So we don't want to take it away from him. Where that's where he gets his confidence from. Um, you know, the idea of mixing up the pairs. You know, you're going to get home next week, or sorry, Saturday, so that might be a little bit easier to, to kind of find some matchups for him. But, you know, he shouldn't be able to play against anyone. Like, you look at Philly. It's not like they have – like their, their first line is like a second line, in my opinion. They don't have a true first line. Um, so, you know, where bench sending him out, I, I think that's way too far. Could you downshift and put him on, you know, maybe put him beside Kulak? Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then move Broberg, put Broberg in beside Ekholm. But it's I, I, he's an important part of your team. You're not sitting a guy like that. Yeah. Uh, um, Zuby, remember how we were talking about weird grammar in last podcast? The yes. apostrophe after year. I'm just looking at the. Is that miss? Do you have levee? L i v e i at that's long a, shots. It's an exclamation point. I'm exclaiming that we're live. Oh jeez! Well, but shouldn't the, shouldn't the exclamation point be at the end of the sentence over sure, inside long shots golf? I no, I'm taking creative license with that. <laughs> See, I think it looks like it says live. <laughs> because yeah, it's a little. <laughs> I feel like that one is that punctuationally we're a mess in this little. There's region a lot going the on. There's, there's a lot going there's on. There's a lot going on. No, no, you must just have low resolution there. I can see the dot. It's you a, can see it fine. But All I right. do. I now I can't unsee it now that you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> Couple more quick ones and then we got to land the plane. Okay, here, Shane Matheson from Louisiana, um, wow, listening, watching listening, from Shane. Louisiana. That's he amazing. says. Most consistent D-man, Broberg. I think we need a, every show. He, Broberg should have his own little theme. When we talk about Broberg, what did, what, did you guys agree he was the most consistent D-man tonight? Wait. Wasn't it? Didn't play. Didn't play. <laughs> well, that's consistent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, he, he was good the other night when he played. Yeah. He was. But, I mean, it was a 6-1. What was it? 6-1, 7-1? Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, he, as good as he, you know. He yeah. did his job. I think you've got to be careful of making a hero broker because he didn't play tonight, right? Like, uh, you know, I think he I, – I will. I, but I am – Would he have gotten one of your three stars? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, that's, I think Holloway would have got most of them tonight. I thought uh, he had a really good game. So, that's awesome. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. I, I think we got to be careful about, about, about making statues of Broberg. How about Ahmed saying, to be honest, I don't even want to watch hockey until mid-November, just yeah. highlights from now on. So he's, he's packing it in on watching the entire games. Uh, Hont Ontario Mom says it's Bouchard skates. He needs sketchers. Come on, Ontario. That's yeah. kind of mean spirited. Do me one more, or we, is that it? I got one uh, sort of we two. We can't on have the you same... end on a. We can't have yeah. you end on a factually incorrect question. Okay, Bonsai Bukes says something off with McDavid. So many turnovers, no separation. Pucks bobbling off his stick. And let me follow that up with an interesting thought from Madison. Is there any rumor of, this made me laugh, of flu or other illness working its way through the room? We know Vancouver had the flu when we played them, and the lack of energy has been noticeable. Yeah, because Vancouver looked terrible with the flu that night. Yeah, they were struggling. <laughs> uh, it must have hit them when they got to Philly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, it has to yeah, gestate. No, haven't heard that. I don't think the players are sick. I just think they're not yeah. playing well enough as a unit right now. And yeah. it's got to improve here. I think my next Struds uh, world is going to be regarding that. I've been holding it back, and I think it's time to let it go. I've been holding this one back about why this is happening. Oh. Save it for the next Struds And instead world. you went with grass clippings tonight? <laughs> well, I just didn't feel now is the time to drop that on the world. I think there's another opportunity to tell All you right. why. There you a little teaser for our next yeah. podcast. That was Ask Us Anything, and thank you so much for your contributions on the stream. We really appreciate it. Brought to you by Pathfind tonight. Little sponsor swap there. <laughs> uh, final one of the night, Struds. Uh, I think we'll both pick one here tonight. Our gem of the night, brought to you by United Sport and Cycle. Edmonton's most iconic home for everything hockey. Hockey day is on now, so save up to 30% off on select gear. United Sport and Cycle supporting hockey in your community for over 95 years, visit www.unitedsport.ca. Stretty, we can both attest to that. They're one of those companies that is so ingrained in the community. Mm -hmm. And so much of what they do, these community initiatives, are to just get young athletes playing. They're amazing. They're great. They're yeah. absolutely fantastic. 100%. What's your gem for the night? Oh, you don't have man. it? Uh, you got to think about it for you a second? You go first, yeah. You go first? I, I'm, I'm, yeah, go ahead. You go first. 
you're it's Ruby. I mean, the gem of the night is poor Ruby. So don't even bring Ruby up again, but poor Ruby. Poor Ruby. Just she brought I more mean, energy to she the did, show. She did. Most most of the winners did tonight. That's such a cute dog, and you go do yeah. that to Ruby. She wasn't happy. That's my gem of the night. Ruby sucking it up. Yeah. What do you got, buddy? Um man. Good time. I, I, I just think we're looking at I, I just I, I don't know the wording, but I'm just going to say Evan one. Bouchard. Just his, just the word. That's it. Just those, those two words. Because it's he had such a tough night tonight. I don't know if I can put it into one quote other than just his words. His name. Tough night. Tough night. Jam of the night. Tough night for Evan Bouchard. He'll bounce back. This guy played really, really well towards the end of last he season. Will. Remember, he, he was yeah. phenomenal from the yeah. trade deadline in. Yeah. Sometimes guys take a little bit to find it, right? They're slow starters. And when you're a slow-starting defenseman, it can be ugly on the highlight reel. It's tough. It's not like being a slow-starting winger. No, you can hide there. You can you hide can there. Hide. Right? Yeah, no like you can hide yeah. as a winger. Yeah. Guy that plays in the spot that Evan Bouchard does, it's hard to hide. Interesting to see how he bounces back. That'll wrap up the podcast. Huge thanks to our sponsors here at Long Shots for having us live on location. What a great crowd it was tonight. Absolutely packed the place for the game tonight. It was completely rocking. And uh, we had an absolute blast chatting with some of our sponsors and a bunch of people who came out. So thanks to Rob and Bailey and the crew here at Long Shots and to our title sponsors, Sherwood Buick GMC. We'll drop another podcast after the game on Saturday night, we can do a podcast. Oh, yeah, Saturday, I'm down. After you're good with that? Yeah. Scheduling on the fly here on Got Your Back. Make sure you join us on the live stream Saturday night. Cheers.